Hey team, welcome to Rewriting Wellbeing, the teacher's health podcast, the show that helps you thrive and not just survive both in and out the classroom. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. You are joined as always by me, your host, Charlie Burley, the teacher's health coach. I hope you are having an amazing week so far. Today, I want to talk to you about tackling the term time transition. And I know, I know you don't want to hear it, but we are starting to come towards the end of August and the new academic year is now fast approaching. In fact, some schools have already started going back and those who, of us who haven't are probably starting to think about it coming around soon. Now, despite that bit of unwelcome news, I'm not actually here to get you to think about going back to school too much. In fact, what I want to do is I want to help you to enjoy the end of your holiday and make the most of the time that you've got now. So today I want to give you three reminders to help you in managing that back to school anxiety if it does come up and to help to make it easier to enjoy the end of the holiday and to make that transition back to term time as smooth as possible for you. They're nothing new, they're nothing you haven't heard before, but I believe that if you can carry these with you over the next few weeks, you'll massively reduce the pressure that can pile on around this time of year. So number one, I want you to seek your own circle of control. Now at the beginning of the academic year, it can feel like a lot is outside of our control. And this coupled with the unknown is truly the fuel for the fire of anxiety. And we're gonna cover this more in a second. I want you to remember that although your emails might be pinging non-stop right now and your mind might be full of more new initiatives than you can shake a stick at, you are in control. Whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, always come back to that question of what is within my circle of control right now and try your best to focus only on that. We can control our thoughts and therefore our responses to our situations that come up and there are certain things that we can influence but not control and this is that circle of influence. That might be the behaviour of the children in our class or the outcomes of a lesson maybe. And as for what we can't control, well, now that is a massively long list. There's wet playtimes, school funding, you know, bigger problems up in the sort of politics of education or even having an unexpected child suddenly show up on our register on that first day back. These are things that we have no control or influence over. Learn to focus on what you can control and let go of the rest. That's not on you. Secondly, then, I want you to break up with your brain biases. So to help you, I want to call you out on a few of the powerful brain biases that we are always seeing subconsciously at work in your mind, influencing how you think and how you feel. So some of these include fortune telling, labelling and emotional reasoning. So first of all, emotional reasoning is our brain's sort of bias that sort of assumes that how we feel at any given time is a reliable indicator of reality or a reliable indicator of the truth. And it's really not. Our emotions don't tell us facts. Feeling anxious about having to deliver a training on that inset day on the first week back or about the behavior of your new class does not automatically mean that either of those things are gonna have a negative outcome this year. We need to learn to look past our emotions. So that's the first one. The second one then is labelling. Labelling is another really powerful bias that we often experience. Our confirmation bias looks at past experiences that we've had before and in an attempt to be helpful and to help us make meaning, it's always well-meaning, it tries to simplify the world around us and ourselves by labelling things, including us. 
Now, this might sound a little bit like something, you know, those intrusive thoughts that might be, I'm terrible at teaching PE, or I'm no good at building relationships with children like them, or I can't present in front of the parents, I'm a pathetic public speaker. Now, none of those things are true. We've labelled ourselves given our past experiences. Lose the labels and sack off that ceiling that you are putting on yourself. And thirdly and finally then, the big brain bias that we often see is fortune telling. And if you put this together with the biases of catastrophizing and mind reading, you've got a surefire way to make yourself feel pretty crappy coming up to the start of September. So fortune telling is where our brain again looks at our past experiences in order to predict what's going to happen next. And this often leads to a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy and the outcome repeating itself. So we might say, right, well, this happened last year and subconsciously we predict that the events are going to repeat themselves. The thing is, we are what, you know, we become what we believe. So if we believe that a situation is going to go in a negative way, nine times out of 10, our behaviours and the things that we think start to add up to that. And like I say, it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. And when we catastrophize as well, we exaggerate the impact or the difficulty of a situation and we focus on fearing the worst. If you add in a bit of a sprinkle of mind reading amongst that and assuming what other people are thinking, it's likely that your perspective going back into this new year isn't going to be positive. So we need to remember a few things. We need to realise that honestly, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what others are thinking and we need to start to take a bit of a glass half full perspective on things. We cannot predict the future and just because it's happened before doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen again. And the third and final thing I want to remind you of in this quick episode is to fill in the unknown blanks. As I mentioned above, anxiety is often fueled by lacking a sense of control and essentially anticipating the unknown and all of those endless possibilities that that might bring. Now, this affects everyone from experienced teachers to ECTs. It's, you know, no one gets off scot-free with this one. And at this time of year, it can feel like there are so many unknown variables, you know, Things like, what's the first day going to be like? Will I get on with my new support staff? Am I actually up to this new role or responsibility? And the honest truth is that there is far more that is known right now than it seems. Yes, you haven't been through this specific start to the academic year before, but the chances are you've experienced that back to school transition many, many times. And if you're an ECT or you haven't, you know, you're new to a role of any kind, what about comparing it to other transitions that you've been through? You know, maybe your experiences of a new academic year as a child. You know, you've got through all of those. The transition to university, which is a big move for so many of us, or even a summer job that you started. Just because you're new to teaching doesn't mean you haven't got through difficult transitions before. You really need to remind yourself that you are able and you are capable of managing this. And like I say, chances are you've already done it before. In reality, you do actually know a lot of what's going to happen. You know, let's be honest, those usual kind of inset day uh, conversations about the holidays. This summer, we've had some pretty crappy weather, so I can imagine there's going to be a lot of moaning about not having enough sunshine. Uh, You know, the start of year expectations, the renew of safeguarding policies, so a couple of new initiatives coming up, jobs that might need to be done. We kind of do know what is coming up. And actually, when we think about it, we can fill in a lot of those blanks. See if you can unlock some of those memories and think back, because that can be really comforting. Visualising also how you want the beginning of the year to go. You know, those first few days back, building relationships with children or staff or a successful first lesson. That can be really powerful as a way to, again, fill in the blank and kind of bring your anxieties down a little bit. Remember, you have been through the same or very, very similar experiences before and you got through all of them. 
So far, your track record for surviving difficult days is 100%. And let's be honest, that's pretty bloody brilliant, right? Whatever thoughts of the unknown are going through your mind right now, I want you to fill in the blanks of some of your past experiences. I want you to remember some of those brain biases and see if just bringing attention to them can start to quieten them down a little bit. And I want you to seek your circle of control. Go back to what you can control. If you need any more help with overcoming overwhelm, just drop me a message on Instagram, the.teachers.health.coach or anywhere that you can find me by searching my name and I'll be more than happy to help. I've got a lot of resources that I can share with you to help you overcome that overwhelm and calm your anxieties down. Anyway, cheers for joining me today. I hope this quick lesson has been useful and I'll catch you in the next one. Take care team.